Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Today, I have a very special guest, Dr. Patrick Williams. For four decades, he has been a founding member of the ICF and is an inaugural member of its Circle of Distinction, a master certified coach, a board certified coach, and a member of Forbes Counseling Council. As an educator, he was a founding member member of Harvard Institute of Coaching and has taught graduate students at several notable institutions and has served as a curriculum assistant for the coaching certificate program at Fielding International University and was named Educator of Year by the New England Educational Institute in 2008. He's written seven books and has many articles for others. He is past president of the Association of Coaches Training Organizations. And on and on and on. Now, Pat currently provides coaching to Navy SEALs, prisoners, and former incarcerated individuals and teaches and mentors at several coach training entities. Welcome, Dr. Williams. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, when people read my my long, long introduction, I always say, thank you for the obituary. Yeah, no wonder (laughs) I have gray hair, right? At least I still have hair, though. That's good. That's right. Now, let's go into a, a question I always ask my guests. You know, you didn't get to be an excellent coach without climbing a whole mountain of, of, of problems to get there. Tell us about your journey. Well, yeah, I think I do teach a class on metaphors, so I love the metaphor, but the river behind me is actually more of a metaphor for me. If I've, I think I was on the Lewis and Clark expedition in a previous life, but um, I wasn't Lewis or Clark, but at least I was with them. I from a very young age had a a call a curiosity to assist others in living a more optimal life now at age 13 14 i wasn't saying that but i i was fortunate enough to have a good life i when i went to grad school people said what's wrong with you you don't hate your mother i said no (laughs) my father was my best friend and my good you know my coach baseball and otherwise so because of that fortune, and I had ups and downs, I mean, you know, come on, I had breakups and accidents and stuff like that. But um, I knew that life was more worth living if you didn't just plan it to an extreme and not go with the unexpected. The so, unchosen, see, I, unchosen I, agree. I, I agree with you, Dr. Williams. No. You know, I, I think you know my story. In 2003, I was told I had ALS mm. and when wow. told I better get my affairs in order, you have six months to live. 
So I looked at the doctor and I said, is there a way to prove this diagnosis? He said, of course, on autopsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. I said, I shot back. I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. You know, <laughs> Dr. Williams, you are a key person in transformation. And, and you've talked about that and you've taught about that. And you've talked about emotions as part of transformation. So I'd just like to go into that a little bit. How okay. do emotions figure in in transformation for you? Well, they they can't be denied. I mean, as a psychologist for 15 years, you know, that's what my job was to help people get in touch with and emote. But as you know, most clients were not men. Men had more problem expressing emotions than women. But today's research is showing the emotions are just that energy in motion, emotion. If you look at somebody who's got a frustration or a sadness or an anger, they're pissed off at COVID, and they express that and get done with that, their brain changes. Their their neural their neurology lights up differently. So there's a truth to the fact that energy in motion. My theory is you, you can't hang on to stuff or it festers, kind of like a emotional cancer, we could call it. But you don't want to do it everywhere. You don't just want to share your emotions willy-nilly. I call it emotional nakedness. You don't go out and get naked in the middle of the street with, you know, just because. But you got to find a few committed listeners. You got to find somebody who can hear your angst and not try to fix you. You know, that's I what, agree. That's I what agree. coaches do. That's what coaches you know, do. And, and you are a, a, you've been a coach, you have formed the coaching movement, you've done that. Many of our listeners are, are listening to you and say, what do I need a coach for? What do people need coaches for? Hmm. Well, you don't need a coach, you deserve one. <laughs> um, if we could have done it by ourselves, we would have already done it. You know? So if you've got ideas for change that you want to have or because you're being forced to have, a distinction between chosen and unchosen change. It's good to have an accountability partner, not that's going to hold your feet to the fire, but who's going to listen to your your ideas and your obstacles and ask questions that get you to think what you've not thought elsewhere. And in the presence of a committed listener, which makes it better than you walking around the house coaching yourself. So it's not a matter of need. It's a matter of a coach will elevate the conversation and make it more likely for your intentions to take to take form. So that's you the know, transformation. As a person who want who might want coaching, they have to be vulnerable. Yes. You know, and, and let's go into that a little bit because there's people listening right now and say, "Yes, I think I want to coach, but I'm afraid of being vulnerable." What do you have mm -hmm. to say about that? Well, first of all. If you're being vulnerable in a safe place, I mean, seeing a psychotherapist, that's what that was about. But a coach is not, um, it's not a doctor-patient relationship. You're not coming to be treated or to be diagnosed. It's a, it's a collegial, uh, a big word here, but egalitarian relationship. I'm the expert on coaching. You're the expert on your life. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you're going to have a place where you can be honest, where you can be curious. People come to coaching because they want to change something. They want to have more of something, less of something. But eventually we get to, well, who are you? Who do you need to become for this life to happen the way you want it to? Um, even knowing that some things aren't predictable. Some things will just happen. 
I hear that you. That makes sense? Yeah, it makes complete sense to me. Dr. Williams, how does a coach help an individual become empowered? Ah, that I'm glad you said help them become because we don't empower anybody. It's not like we plug them into the wall. The empowering comes from their learning what they haven't learned and hear themselves say things they haven't said and dream out loud with a committed listener and say, oh, I get some new insights about how I want to create that. Um, you know, I always wanted to do this, but I got married early and my life went this direction. Now what do you want? And so coaching is a place where you can experiment with the kind of life you want to live. You know, that's a beautiful answer. And I, I'm going to play the devil's advocate again. Okay. I'm going to say, uh, Dr. Williams, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy, but I have a bad attitude. What are you going to do about that? Well, then I'm going to play the angel's advocate, not the devil's advocate, and say, well, there's a part of you that has a purpose for being here. Yeah, everyone's got a unique purpose. How does it serve you to be angry in, in a debate format? How does that serve you for living the life? What, you I, want? what I hear you saying, Dr. Williams, is you help to mirror me and bring things out of me that are yes. different from what I am, but yes. help to make them better. Yeah. Yeah. Coaching is eventually about this is going to sound, as my daughter says, woogity boogity, but it's about the beingness of my client. Who are they? What's their uniqueness? Not what do they do, what do they have, what do they want. Those are just expressions of how they went on this journey, as you said in the beginning. But we've all got a unique reason for being here. Um, and I, you don't have to get into religion about that. It's just it's, it's the spiritual aspect of what's inside of us, what's unique about us. Coaching is about heartfelt conversations about what somebody wants to do differently, have differently, and they don't have to quit their job. They may want a better job, but not everybody gets paid to do what they love. So what do you love and where do you do that? that that's, that's what I, tell me more about why a person should have a coach and how it can help them. Well, first of all, if it's about the way people earn their money or make their business, coaching will help you be more focused. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to run an accounting firm or be a lawyer. I've, I've coached people all kinds of walks of life. But I will coach the person, not the problem. That's a key phrase. What does this person, how do they want to show up? It may help them make more money. They'll be more efficient. It may just help them live a happier life, and that's worth something. So you're not, you know, you don't get coached forever. Um, but as long as the relationship is valuable, I've had some clients stay with me for years. Some clients just come for three months or six months and they're on their merry way. And then four years later, I'll, I'll hear from them again. Right now, I'm in the business of training coaches and teaching coaches and mentoring coaches. Um, you know, I turn 72 next year. I'm not trying to be busy as a coach anymore. I'm kind of a mentor for those entering the profession. Sir, you know, I've always thought there were two types of coaches coaches that coach business and coaches that coach individuals but you seem to coach both types of it groups yes yeah and even if i do executive coaching the books i've written i even use the term becoming a professional life coach i wouldn't say put that on your business card if you want to get a job coaching ibm execs but it is what you do you are yes. coaching the whole person 
You're not well, just coaching the CPA or the executive. Or and I would argue, Doctor Williams, that you can't te- you can't coach a person for business without coaching them for their individual things, their individuality, the things that make them a good or bad business person. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so that that's what I wanted to bring out here because I think in the world out there, there's this dichotomy. There's this business self. There's this, and then there's this individual self. And you're not supposed to be both of those at once. You can't be both of those at once. What do you? What's your take on that? Well, you know, there's a shift in the workplace, and I've written some articles about this where the younger generation, particularly, but I think COVID helped people see. We all had a weight on our shoulders. We felt like quarantined and sequestered and limited. And and there were some, you know, emotions that came with that. Um, Nowadays, there's more and more being written about the fact that the workplace is a place where you can have a transparency. If you work for a company where they really care how you come to work and say, hey, Alan, how are you? And you go, oh. I'm glad. Thanks for asking. My 16-year-old granddaughter just told us she's pregnant, and I don't know what my daughter's going to do about that. Um, oh wow! I can only imagine. Listen, if if you need if you need to talk about that, I'm here. Otherwise, thanks for letting me know. Just that is enough to have an honesty, a level of of um, connection. So the workshop, the workplace has become more whole person than just you're a worker bee here don't bring your family to work and don't take your work home you know what i mean so, so to paraphrase dr williams a coach is somebody that tries to bring out the best of individuals and groups or businesses yes without really putting their values or otherwise on them you know you probably have certain things that are have certain beliefs but you don't try to impose those on others no no okay no. That, that's that's important for people to realize yeah 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 no i'm not in charge of defining or refining one's life uh i'm in charge of giving this inspiring space we call it a conversation on the phone or on zoom or in their office where they get to think what they've not thought and say what they've not said about designing a future not getting over a past that's an important phrase. We're we're all designing a future, not coming in to complain about something. It's like, can you well, can you tell me, Doctor Wynn, what do you mean by that? Some people well, might okay, think that. so we're not here to complain about what's happened and who you can blame and the way you were raised and blah blah blah. It's like, what do you want? How do you what do you want to be different? Uh, what's not satisfying? And then let's move toward what's your fantasy of what you'd want to be doing or being different. If someone's in a relationship they don't like, a job they don't like, I'm not going to tell them to quit, but I'm going to help them discern what's the truth about where they want to be headed. I I hear you, sir, and that's that's a very intelligent statement. You know, I'm going to turn the tables a bit and focus on you for a minute. Okay. You know, my book is called The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life based on my experiences, overcoming this battle I had with ALS. Mm -hmm. Dr. Williams, how do you have a fantastic life? Ah, well, I do surround myself with people that support that. 
Um, I think the coaching industry is something that kind of creates the recipe where you, you, you if you're not living a fantastic life, you're not going to get coaching clients because we are a model, not a perfect life, a fantastic life. My latest book is called Getting Naked With Your Clothes On, about a, emotional transparency at the right time, right place with the right person. Notice it's right, not everybody. So I don't have a perfect life, but I have a, a fantastic life. What do I do to take care of my, my body, brain, and being? You know, what am I doing on purpose and where can I get support to be focused on that? You know, those are really profound statements. Now, again, I'm going to focus on you for a minute. If you met a younger version of yourself, what advice would you give that individual? <laughs> oh, I, I actually, I don't know if I'd give advice. I'd say, way to go. The chances you took, look where they had you. You didn't even know what, what this is going to do when you got this degree or when you did this, but you followed your intuition and just let experiences come so keep doing it you know that that's really important dr williams yeah. and I, I think that's what people need to hear i i think they need to get some some encouragement in this day and age because really what i see yeah. out there is a lot of discouragement yeah. i turn on the news and there's nothing but bad news every day I, I, I go out in the world and there's so much anger and so much angst and so, you know, I, I like to see it without that. What about you? Well, now there's something I do purposely. I don't watch the news. I'll get little headlines and clips so I can find out if somebody shot a rocket somewhere. But I also watch inspirational news or I'll get, uh, I'll turn on humorous videos in the morning or I get newsletters about Optimus Daily. I mean, there are there are items where you can get more hopeful about the future than what's on news channels. That's just, I mean, you know, it it's overblown. There's a lot of truth, but if you only watch the news, you're going to be damaging your psyche. You're absolutely right, and and I think that that's a key point of, of part of our lives. Watching the news right now is such a downer. It's a good thing to avoid it or or supplant it with something yeah, that's yeah. better. Well, you mentioned, here's another thing I'd say before we we're done is that, look, life is full of lessons, right? And we either learn from them or we keep repeating them. And so a coach is somebody that can help you look at the lessons that you've had and what have you learned? What are you going to do differently? Now, there's chosen change and unchosen change. If I choose to get married, that's a choice. But if later on I lose my job, that's not my choice. That's unchosen. Or if I have a death of a spouse or a child or I get an illness or a diagnosis like ALS, how do I make the chosen change, the unchosen change, eventually it has to be chosen because it's there. I can't yeah, that, deny it. That's, that's cool. To, you know, one of my themes, I, I think it's correct, is that <laughs> it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. Yes. I, I think the key thing about a coach, it helps you do with what happens better. Right. That's well said. Okay. One of the key functions of a coach is to ask questions that are evocative, not, interrog not interrogating and not judgmental, but questions that are thought-provoking, and they're usually quick, like, well, how would you like things to be different? And then I shut up. 
what have you tried? What's your what what's something you could share with me that you haven't shared with somebody else about this change you want to make? So I don't lecture, I don't teach. Um, I connect, I build rapport, and I create the space, whether it's in person or over Zoom or on the phone, for them to walk away with new learning about themselves. Sir, you've said so many profound things today, I don't think you realize them. <laughs> We're just about near our end. How can people get in touch with you if they'd like to? Well, my main website is uh, www.drpatwilliams.com, drpatwilliams.com. And I'm also on LinkedIn and, you know, they'll find other, my books are on Amazon and audio books and, uh, you know, that website will take them to most of what they want. Blogs are on there, other ways to contact me. Cool, cool. And your newest book, it's on Amazon too? Yes, an audio book with me reading it. So, and, and just to repeat the name of it for those who would like it, it's got a provocative name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called. I'd show you, but it it, it blurs on this. You know, I can't show that. But it's uh, getting naked on being emotionally transparent at the right time, the right place, and with the right person. So it's a metaphor, not about nudity. And the chapters are somewhat humorous, like your shadow, don't leave home without it, prison break, you had the keys all along, uh, the workplace, the emperor wears no clothes. You know, it's. It's, it's um, a little humor with some teaching memoir in it. You know, I've just started to read it, Dr. Williams. I look forward to reading <laughs> more of it. It's a very excellent book, and I Thank encourage you. our listeners to certainly check it out. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, sir. There's, there's another Pat, Patrick Lencioni that wrote a book called Getting Naked in Business. But if you go to Amazon and say Getting Naked by Patrick Williams, you'll find it. Cool. That's important. Don't want to get the wrong naked person and the wrong naked book. <laughs> okay, sir. Have a fantastic day. Stay well. Yep. Stay safe. Bye, Bye for now. Now to our listeners, if you like this podcast, could you please like it and write some comments, whatever platform you're on, it'll help get the message out to others. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Did you know that you can get a free copy of Dr. Laika's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life? Yep. Just visit 13gpnow.ca and we'll send it right to you. That's the number 13gpnow.ca. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic day.